Thanks for joining us today on The Perfect X. My name is Sherry, and this is my co-host, Lee. Greetings, Internet. <laughs> and today we're talking about how soon you should introduce someone to your friends and family. Giddy up. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I have a really big stance on this, but I'm also a little bit unique on my perspective because my parents have met guys like on my first dates like when I lived at home they came right to the door they don't care they genuinely don't see a guy I go on a date with as my next significant anything unless it comes out of my mouth that they are so like they have zero attachment yeah what about you so many suitors coming and going I'm sure they've lost interest right (laughs) yeah they're like I mean they don't even care they just wish them the best of luck when I was there they're just like oh it's you you're fine I remember your mom well, like Sherry, no boys in the bedroom, and you're like, it's just Lee. And she's like, oh, never mind. It oh, was, wow. it was. I wasn't allowed to close the door. But, oh yeah, yeah. But you and like uh, a couple of my other other guy friends, I was allowed. But with with, I mean, I won't say his name, but the other one, I almost said his name. I wasn't <laughs> because my mom knows that I did sort of hang out with him before. But with you, I could close the door. Oh yes. <laughs> but, yeah yeah they knew they knew that wasn't going anywhere they're like they they knew you had a little bit of a brain so they had some faith in you they're like oh, he won't even he i think it's probably because when i went over you weren't like dolled up either so they're probably like, ah, oh, it's fine <laughs> nowadays even if a guy comes to the door i'm not dolled up you should see me you'll be lucky if i got out of my pjs <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I my parents didn't care they genuinely didn't care they were like you know date meet people get to know someone like they didn't think I was the type of person to like every date would be a potential boyfriend I just wasn't my personality so they didn't look into it they just trusted my judgment mm-hmm. but I on in the reciprocating fact I don't feel comfortable and I'll tell you a funny story after I get your stance on this about I don't like meeting someone's family until I'm sure I'm like really interested but friends I don't care friends I don't care at all like I think because I'm social and I'm always love meeting people. I'm happy to meet a guy's friend on like the second date because I don't think friends are a reflection of who the guy is either. I don't have that stance or girl. I don't think your friends define who you are because, and same with you. Like we've always had friends from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Even you and I were completely fucking different, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I don't think, and I know that's why people reserve meeting friends they don't want the judgment or they don't whatever. I, even if I was like dating a guy and his best friend is like, just got out of prison. I don't think it has anything to do with him. Like mm-hmm. my best friends growing up are completely opposite than me. All my closest girlfriends. I mean, they're so opposite. They like my best friend now has a PhD. My other girlfriend's a lawyer in two different countries. Like I, wow. I'm barely educated. <laughs> so, 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 I mean, I, I wish that was a reflection on me. I'll take it. But I don't, <laughs> I don't think it does, but Family, I, I don't like to meet them right away because I think they may take it seriously, especially at, as we get older. So I'm a little bit careful about that. Are your parents, um, <clears throat> are they like pushed? Did they want you to like get into a relationship and like do all that? Or oh, they don't really care? they've never ever said that. They've always said, do whatever makes you happy. And they always told me right off the beginning, like if you don't ever want to get married and you don't want to have kids, that's your choice. Like oh, they good. never, ever. Yeah. What about you? Were you ever, I mean, you were young still, but did they ever? No, my parents like literally like we never talked about anything. They didn't care. I had girlfriends like, so it wasn't unusual for like some girl to stop by. It might've been like a buddy and his girlfriend or just like one of my girlfriends or whatever. Right. Like it was never, 
that big a deal when someone came around like they never really read into it you know unless i like the same as you like unless i said otherwise they didn't really read into it exactly exactly and like they they when your parents aren't like that you don't think about it but what about the opposite like would you want to meet your significant other parents right away like did you no i i um met them fairly early on i think but I never was too concerned like with it, you know, I never, I, I mean, not maybe being naive, I didn't think much of it, but yeah, you're kind of like, you know, these are the people that you're potentially going to be around a lot or a fair bit, but yeah, I never really concerned myself with their family, like what their family, like my, all the few girls that I dated there, they all came from like pretty good families. The parents were like always welcoming and, and that kind of thing. So I never really had like a bad experience with like a girlfriend's family, you know? So I, I guess I was never leery of it or anxious to meet them or even in a rush to meet them or whatever. I, I just, cause it was never like a big surprise or a big uh, issue at all. So I never gave it a ton of thought. I just kind of would randomly meet them at, you know, whatever, if I was going there or picking someone up or whatever it might've been. Right. Well, you're also from the generation when you dated back then too, like that when I was that age and I was dating, people came to our door, like we yeah. lived at home. Yeah. It so, wasn't like a yeah. big shroud of mystery. Like you weren't like blowing yeah, your yeah. horn from the street or whatever. Like, you know, like any, <laughs> anyone I dated, like I've said before, I was probably friends with first too. So they were around, you know, and then when we live in a home and stuff, people were always coming and going and doing whatever. Right. Exactly. I think that makes a big difference, but what about, what would be your advice today? Like if one of your friends, now you're, you know, you've got friends that are divorced or they're single what would you say and what would be your advice? I mean, what is your thoughts about meeting family too soon for other people? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird at our age because a lot of times the issue is that there's like a child involved. And I think people don't want to like rush uh, that because, you know, the, the child might get attached and then the person, they, they split up for whatever reason, you know. So I think from what I've seen of my friends dating in like older years now is the apprehension is usually more so with like a child involved, you know. Well, that's actually a really good thing too. Like uh, when I was uh, a little bit younger, like in my early, oh, sorry, not early, my late twenties, early thirties. And I went out with guys with kids. Um, and even though it's not my preference, I didn't really mind meeting them off the bat. Cause I didn't really think about the impact. Like I, I didn't think about those things. I didn't have kids and I didn't really know what it meant. And I have such an easygoing family. I assumed it would be the difference, but I did once break up with a guy whose kids kept on messing like the he was a little bit older than me and his daughter was like 14 mm -hmm. and she just kept messaging me after and that was awkward and after that I just never and not that we were awkward we left on good terms we're good friends but I didn't want to continue like that close of a relationship with her yeah. like you know and you can't really say that to a 14 year old right so yeah. I actually after that always thought like I unless it's like months in you know, I had no interest and I have never actually met someone's kids since, Yeah. you know, and I always wonder, and I have friends with kids and they wonder when they should show. It, dep it also depends on the age. Like if they're so little, they won't really think much of it. You know, I think it depends on how you frame it to the kid too. You're like, Hey, this is my friend. So-and-so, you know what I mean? Like who cares if you meet them a handful of times? It's, but it does matter because think about it. Imagine like you're like a lot of people, like they don't have guy and girlfriends. So if that's like the only girl you're bringing around, then the kid's going to put it together. That would be different. But if you're like you and I who have like a bunch of different friends, I think you could, you could pass it off. as just like a friendship or whatever till you were more serious, you know? It's funny. Cause I, you know, we grew up in the mentality in Vancouver where guys and girls are friends. And yeah, when I yeah. moved to the States, I started becoming like the only friend that's a girl 
with certain guys. Like they actually, and I'm not saying it's across the states. I'm sure it's not like this for everybody. And I have guy friends in the states that have many girlfriends that are friends, you know. Mm-hmm. But the general conception is like there's very few of that. So I started to realize, and a lot of my friends that guys that I've made when I first moved out here, as they got in relationships, stopped being so close, or I b- barely ever talked to them. More like if something's up or things life things happen they reach out kind of thing but it was it's not as close as it used to be yeah and my vancouver guy friends it's not like that in fact not like that at all like i'm just as close to you as i was then before Mm. you're married after same with like a few of my other guy friends one of my guy friends has like a girlfriend he's been with for years she's really close with me like you know i don't it doesn't it didn't alter my friendship with them i have seen it alter in the states I think it just depends so I, on the the significant other. Like if if uh, your <clears throat> boyfriend um, his has you know has other girlfriend, it, it just depends on how I guess you both feel about it. Like some people that just you know like you or I have friends of the opposite sex, and then you get into a relationship, it's probably like oh well, like that's just how they've always been, you know. But some people are uncomfortable with it. I don't know. I see it. Like I have friends that seem to get weird about about having people around and it just i don't know what the story is but it, i think it's just always been part of your personality to have friends of the opposite sex it probably wouldn't probably wouldn't be an issue but it kind of depends on the person like some people are just i think are less comfortable with it or if they just don't have friends of the opposite sex themselves you know they don't understand it exactly yeah they don't have i think that's themselves. a big problem if you you aren't someone that had friends of the opposite sex just like literally like friends um yeah and you, and then you get involved with someone that, that has always had friends of the opposite sex i could see that being like a headbutting situation right and because and let's say like you do or don't but because of the fact that most people i think like it's you know if they don't i don't think you should bring someone around as just a friend i think meeting the kid should be like the last step i even think like i would be more comfortable meeting someone's parents than someone's teenage something yeah definitely because apparently adults can you know they they can process it and it won't be like an issue but yeah kids can get attached right yeah but I also don't believe in meeting. And it's funny because, again, like we both come from families where they, I generally can bring a guy in. Like, the, I would even bring a guy from LA to Vancouver if I wanted. My parents wouldn't think anything of it. Yeah. Unless I said otherwise. My, but, my parents are basically the same. They didn't give it a lot yeah. of thought. And they never, they never really asked me anything about my personal life either. You know, my parents asked, but that's why the thing is like they, they know if it's something really serious, I would say it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I still, and it's funny because I live in LA when I first moved out here. I had like, two I two situations like this where I met a guy and like within the first one of them within the first few dates wanted me to meet his mom who lived with him right off the bat Hmm. and at the time I didn't think anything of it because again I was a a little bit more naive and whatever and then like we were hanging out and he took and this is why I'm wary of people meeting each other's parents right off the bat because it makes things more difficult if you're not sure so I was just getting to get to know him and um, he lived very close by and I didn't know anybody in LA and as I got to like get comfortable I was out here like I was wanting to date yeah. so I started dating other people and I didn't take me and him serious and I had told him in the beginning I'm not looking for a relationship so like if you want to chill or hang out that's great but I'm, it's nothing serious and then his mom lived with him so like the more you hang out well okay I, I come to his place the mom's there you know yeah and and she had just moved to LA so that's why she was living with him like he was going she was going to get a place or whatever soon but Mm -hmm. she was there at the time and then like a couple weeks of hanging out I realized like we really didn't have much in common I didn't and I started to meet other people and go on other dates they didn't really want to hang out with me anymore and the problem I had was 
his mom kept messaging me and asking me to come to dinner and doing all this stuff. And it's like, you can't be rude. Like, I Did he uh, no. clarify with the mom that, that, that it, things weren't going down or was he still sort of like not sure what was going on? Well, he did. After, after a while, I said, like, listen, like, I don't really think there's something going long term with us. I think you're looking for something serious. So I think it's best we don't hang out anymore. And I would assume he would tell the mom. I guess when he did, she bought me gifts. So oh. she, he brought it over and it was like, I had to break up with the mom, <laughs> which was much harder. <laughs> Then with the guy, like with the guy, we, we both just moved on in life. And after that, I was like, and this is why I think you really should. I mean, unless someone else has like, and they say, look, my parents are really chill. They, they're not going to look into this. Like they don't care yeah. unless you say something like that. And at the older you get, it's actually harder because guys, parents, maybe, I mean, most parents want their son to get married and have kids or they want those things. So meeting that guy's parents or that girl's parents, it becomes a little bit more serious. So I think you should refrain until you're positive you like the person and not when you're just exploring how you feel about them. Yeah, unless and, like you say, they have, they come right out and they're like, oh, you know, my parents would think nothing of it. Like, you know, it's yes. it's not a big deal if you pop around or whatever. But yeah, if, these people may not be that self-aware either thinking like it's not an issue and then the parents overdo it or something. But it's hard to, yeah, these are the best fail-safe thing would be the obviously like you say like give it a bit of time before you start and, and, like, you sh and being if, that if you're, you're you know you have sure your own place you and stuff you don't need to typically mix to with the family other than the situation you're talking about but and there's no real time frame like if you're sure like i've met guys that i'm sure i like them within a few weeks and then i've dated them for years you know like if you're sure about the person if you have all that chemistry you want like you're into it you're all in you know mm -hmm. go meet the parents but if you're not sure, don't meet them. And there's is, not exact time frame. Just don't jump the gun because you're nosy. Is that uh, something that people push for? Like in like they, like trying to like solidify the relationship early on by getting you know to meet family or friends or things like that? Yes, both in, on both sides. So I'll tell you one side, which I've experienced, and then I'll tell you, which I haven't done, but I've seen. I have friends that do it. Like I'll tell, Well, the other side is I have friends who want to meet the parents right off the bat, like much sooner than they should. Like they'll be pushing. Just to the see what they're the getting into? or to, Yes, yeah. yes. And I always tell them, I'm like, exploring the family is important, but not more important than first exploring the person. Like they're yeah. not even sure if they like the guy and they need, or a girl, and they need to meet the family before deciding i'm like it's not like that like you first need to be sure about the person and yeah. then meet the family um i've had the opposite where exactly the guy was like pushing me to meet his mom like really like and i'd only hung out with him for like a week and he kept saying oh my mom and my sister invited you to our family like my niece's birthday my mom invited you to, to dinner time I, and it's like if your mom actually did i can't keep saying no it's rude and I kept being like, look, I'm, I'm just not comfortable because I didn't know how I felt about him. Like, I liked him. We were having fun, but I didn't know. And he was like seven years older than me. He was looking for marriage. And I was yeah. like, and he like was really like wanting marriage. His, obviously, his mom also wanted him to get married because he mentioned it. Like, and I was like, this is not me coming as an intro. Because also when you're exploring the parents, they're exploring you. And I'm like, I'm not even in a place where I want your mom to decide if I'm your significant other, because I don't know if I want to be your significant other, you know? Yeah. What I see and a lot of in my age is people who get into relationships trying to like skip steps and like establish right. like a, a, a big relationship. Like they've been together forever in like a short period of time. And I think that's a, a like a tactic like that guy may be, and even inadvertently, he's just like saying he wants, you know, to 
mom wants you to come around and this kind of thing. Like it might, I swear like some people think they can just like force or like skip steps in relationships and like jump into like an established relationship, like very quickly. And it can, sometimes it really is. Like I believe in fairy tale stories. Like I know someone who met someone three months in, got engaged three months after that. And they've been together for 21 years. No problems. Best relationship. It happens. It, it can happen. But if you're like pushing it and the other person isn't reciprocating, you've got to like tone it down. And this guy, this guy, like when we were like in his car going to dinner and as we're going to dinner, he's like, I just have to grab something. And I, I thought we're going to a store or something. I didn't even ask what, like we were, I, I wasn't even thinking. And then he's like, pulls up in this neighborhood. I'm like, wait, where are we going? He's like, I just have to grab something at this house. And then I was like, what house? And then he pulls up into the driveway. His hmm. mom comes out. That's Haywire. That's just, that's just weird. That's just like greasy. I don't know. Like it's obviously like probably comes from a good place, but I feel like you're just like completely forcing uh, an issue, right? Like you're like, Oh, well, if I I just fucking dying, I I see it, man. I see it in like other relationships with people that haven't been together that long and they're just completely overdoing it on social media and overcompensating and like just laying it on so thick. And I'm like, man, like, come on, like, just come on. Right. You know what I mean? Well, you know, they say, and they say if it's like on social media, it's probably because they're making it for the fact the relationship sucks. Oh, have you seen that? There's a similar uh, meme that was something yeah, effective, yeah. like, um, you know, the marriage is fucked when you see the, the fall photo shoot come out. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> it's like clockwork, on, yeah. man. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Who fucked the true. mailman? No, but it's true. Edit that it's out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny. Okay. But no, but seriously, yeah. And it's awkward. And also, it's like puts you on the spot because, like, I already was probably bad in her book because I came to her house empty-handed and she assumed I knew we were coming and I'm jaw on the ground, like no flowers, nothing That's coming fucked. to her fucking house. It was so bad. It's, it's so just that, honestly, I can tell from a mile away, it's just that guy trying to force a relationship like to skip steps and like be more established than it is. Like, I, I don't know if it's some weird tactic, like people think that you get entangled enough that you won't just like break up with them on a whim you know or something like it's too but it is it is a tactic it is is. even if it's inadvertent it's it's a tactic you know it was exactly what the guy did when i first moved to la because i kept telling him i don't want a relationship and he kept telling me his mom this my mom's that my like you know and he was again also eight years older than me looking for marriage i mean he ended up like you know marrying someone really quickly after like it's just that that's i'm not saying like it's a desperate thing but it kind of is a desperate thing like just things should be reciprocated not like you know you don't like shove someone into a situation they're not comfortable in they should both want to be like if i really like somebody and i felt it right off the bat yeah fucking meet around a weekend but it's just it's just yeah it just reeks of like trying and i see this all the time and it just drives me nuts when people try to just skip along years like people act like they should have 10 years experience or 10 years worth of connections in the first six months or something like that and it's just like you can't fake that you can't skip ahead to that like you have to build that naturally right so even on a small scale like you're trying to like get this guy wants you to meet his mom or he wants i think it's every little uh, step is just in his mind is like making the relationship more serious or more uh hard to get out of or something right you know Mm -hmm. hard to get out exactly hard to get out serious and also i think sometimes people think it's a way to show that they like you more than others like i like i like you more than the other girl i didn't bring the other girl around this quick or i didn't bring the other girl around and it's like that's not actually showing me you like me more because at the same time what you how you treat me is how i know you like me 
meeting your mom and dad is not something about treating me. That's just ex- like getting to know someone further. That's not liking me further. That's mm-hmm. taking our relationship further. That's like another step. It doesn't make you like, I've never introduced someone to my mom and then liked him more because he met my mom. Like, yeah. That's just the yeah. next step in the relationship it has nothing to do with how I feel. No, but at pe- the same time, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say people, I, I, I say, I just see it all the time where people are trying to, just push hard through into like a serious relationship, you know, and it's just, you can't do it. Like there's no shortcuts. I'm sorry. There just is not, you know, I know some people fall in love really fast and everything goes pretty smooth, but that's not, you can't make that stuff happen. Like, you know, and it's not to say you wouldn't build a good relationship eventually, but you can't just go running like full steam into the wall and like thinking it's going to make everything fall into place. Like it, it just, uh, there's no substitute for time. I don't think, you know? Well, I think when you jump into a relationship, which I'm like, cause like, I think of it this way, like I've been single for many years and mostly because I know the feeling I'm looking for. If I was to get that feeling and it was reciprocated, I would jump down that rabbit hole and get into the relationship but that doesn't mean the experiences are part of it like you're always I'm not going to learn in one month what I will know about that person in 10 years it just means I want to go down that journey with them it doesn't mean that I know him so well and I knew him better than everybody else it just means that I've chosen to jump in this relationship and take the journey as it comes it doesn't mean we're in a 10 year relationship and I know everything we've done everything and we should experience everything like that should still be part of the growing together. And I think when you decide to jump into a relationship, you have to accept that you're still getting to know that person and experiencing new things with them. I think people that are getting into relationships and have been in serious relationships in the past want to like Mm -hmm. skip ahead to like where it's a serious relationship, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, actually, when you say that too, I had another guy recently, which is again, like, I really think like meeting the parents, there's no timeline with the kids. You like, you have to know the fucking be a hundred percent positive. I want to be in a serious relationship with this person before you bring him around your family and parents, uh, yeah. kids, sorry. And he on like the first time we're talking on the phone, handed the phone over to his 10 year old son That's and right off I was done. I was red flags like you have no respect as a father like I to me it's a huge red flag I was like if my dad was just dating like that I would not be comfortable yeah and there is all it's just why yeah there's so many different it it takes all sorts you know but it's like that's it's just wild you know what I mean like you just can't wrap your head around some people's behavior and it's probably innocent enough and it comes from a good place but you're like dude like you're a parent you've got to you know shield your kid a little bit from the realities of what's going on out there right you know and, and that you are going to date some people before you click up with someone more serious you can't just be bringing every one of them parading them past the kid right you know but i think he was doing exactly what you're saying is like i think he was trying to get us right like he wanted a serious relationship he had serious relationship. he was just trying to get us like let's just get like get everything out there and experience everything right off the bat on like day two you know i see it time and time again and with friends and stuff and i'm like you just can't you can't do it. You can't force it. You can't skip ahead. You can't skip steps. You can't, you know, it's like those people that'll have a kid to try and save the marriage, right? It's like, you just can't, yeah, yeah. you got to get the horse before the cart. You know what I mean? And what I'll tell, say for you, like, which you, you know, observation I've made um, for what it's worth. I, uh, I think that you have um, a complete life the way you are. Like, I don't think you're missing anything. And I think okay. you want to add 
just add to it, like make it better. But I don't think you're missing anything. I think a lot of the people you're dating are missing something and they're trying to just, they're trying to fill that void. Whereas I think you're in a place where like you are very happy with your life. You're, you're confident in who you are. Um, it's all good and you just want to make it better. Whereas these other people are literally trying to fill a void. Right. So that's where like the rush I think comes from, you know? Thank you for saying, and actually it's really funny you bring that up because I just had this conversation with a girlfriend of mine. She went out with a guy and everything on paper, they really matched. And I saw the guy's profile also online because they had met online. I saw him on a few apps and I thought, yes, profile, they like, when you tap, like, they both did a lot of the same things. They both had the same hobbies. They both had the same type of career. But personality-wise, I sensed someone who was insecure. Mm-hmm. And he came off insecure. Like, not something obvious and not something she would see. But I saw it in, in little ways. Like, the pictures he posted. Like, one was of him taking off. Like, they can do, like, these little videos now online. And it's, like, him taking his shirt off at the gym. I mean, that just is so insecure <laughs> to me. Oh, yeah. And then, like, little things. like, And he wrote, like, on his bio or one of the bios that said like um not it, looking for chit chat let's just grab jinx and see what happens like he wasn't even willing to invest who someone was before actually going on a date he just going on a date with anybody yeah and i told her i said it's not that because it didn't work out with them and i said it's not that he wasn't interested in you this guy's clearly missing something like something is missing like mm-hmm. i want someone because i want to experience things with them but i exactly like you said i'm not missing anything i've got my place i've got like i'm good you know Mm -hmm. i just the only thing that would be nice is to experience something alongside somebody right and you got to be careful you find someone that's also complete right you know and those people are are hard to find you know and and no one's ever a hundred percent complete like we're all missing something like there's something in like i like i would like to be more patient so if i find someone who's patient i appreciate that more but that's appreciating it's not like desperate for it and i think that the people who don't work on themselves they're the ones who are rushing things or pushing things and we always have to remind ourselves sometimes we're not for the other person because they're looking so hard to feel completed and you don't know what that whole story of completion is to them like they don't realize of looking internally like i even know people who like they're like, oh, when I, I want to learn French, for instance, but when I meet someone, I'll learn French with them. Or I was just talking to this guy online the other day and he was like, oh, I've always wanted to do, and he had like a list of things to do. And he, like, they like a bucket list, a bucket list. And they were very simple things. Like they weren't difficult things. And I was like, well, why don't you just do that with some friends? And he's like, no, in my mind, I'm doing it with a significant other. And it's like, well, that's means you're missing a lot in life. Like, yeah, we're 40 people going I, I don't like to go on trips alone but people do that stuff it wasn't even a, even a trip like he was just talking about like joining some league like some softball league well fucking go join it why do you have to be in a relationship like you're obviously missing yeah something that most people think that it's going to change their whole life too which and that's the worst part is when you you get into a relationship and you're still the same person you were like a week ago and, and it hasn't solved all your problems then you know that old saying yeah. wherever you go there you are you know <laughs> no, I've never heard that. Oh, is that right? Well, it's yeah. So that's these people they they idolize or idealize this situation where everything's going to be better. You know, I'll be happy when you know, and it's crushing when you get there and you're still the same person and you still got all the same challenges, right? Like so, like you say, like you know, there's nothing stopping you now. Like you know, do it, 
do it now join the the thing you want to join or go do whatever have a complete life and then attract a partner to share it with but these people that are sitting around waiting for that to, to kickstart the rest of their life you know it's it's crushingly disappointing when you get there and you're still the same person with the same struggles and there's not much has changed right and it's exactly that because the reality is, and also if you're actually doing the life, if you're living the life you want to lead, you're most likely going to meet someone who will match you and is yeah. going to, you know, enjoy, you're going to have someone to do it with. You're well, going to attract that person. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. And there are people also, like when you said the idolize thing, I noticed this and I know, I mean, I very have a very clear example, but there's lots of people I know like this. I know this girl who she grew up watching sex in the city. Okay. She's 10 yeah, years old. So, and she, the funny thing is she's never had a relationship ever. She's never, she's in her life. But because every time she's met someone, exactly like you said, she's fast forward the story and it's turned into some situation that doesn't even match her natural way of a person, of who she is, mm-hmm. but what she's seen and idolized in TV shows and how she thought that romance would be and how, and like, she was like in her late forties. And I told her, I'm like, that's not even you. That's literally an episode from sex in the city. Yeah. And every time you go on a date with this guy, you think that those things are going to happen. And then she pushes them. That She corners the guy. She says things. She like forces a, some sort of situation, hoping to get that ending. And I'm like, yeah. that's just not how it is. You know? No, people have to have realistic expectations of, of everything, you know? And it's, uh, I was talking to a girl at work about that today. She said, well, even just work. She's like, you know, everything's got its issues. Everything's got its flaws. Like you got to make the best of it and find the best fit, but then, you know, understand that it'll never be perfect. Right. You know? Well, everything good also has a bad side too. Yeah. People just, I feel like just some people have unrealistic expectations of like maybe their partner. And then they, they also seem to be the same people that have no idea how to sort out their own crap. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, going back to the main question too, what about friends? What do you think? Like for me, friends, it's not, a, I love meeting a guy's friends right off the bat. And I love them to be mine. I, I think it's such a fun social thing to do. And like, I love group things. Yeah. So I don't read into it. Like, I don't think anything of it. I don't think. Yeah. Meeting friends. I, I would, yeah. It, it, meeting friends right off the hop is not an issue. Like I say, it doesn't necessarily dictate who the person is, but it kind of gives you a, a feel for like what they're about and what they like doing and, you know, who they surround themselves with. Right. I know a lot of people who, they um think like I for instance brought brought my girlfriend on a second date because he wanted to do something really fun and I knew she would want to do it too Uh and um and I also a while ago like pre-covid met a guy and people thought I did the wrong thing like why would you do that because I ended up not liking him not because of anything she said I didn't like the way he interacted with her he didn't flirt or anything it wasn't like that like I wasn't like that kind of interaction Uh it was actually um like he kept lying a little bit like or like over saying things that just didn't make sense to both me and her like it just seemed you could tell he was exaggerated and I'm not that type person and she caught on to it and I caught on to it so maybe I would have let it go you know if I had gone on like a third or fourth date maybe he wouldn't have shown off as much it's an insecurity thing for sure like people it's like guys telling stories about fighting other guys and stuff I'm like like nobody wants to hear this story bro but my girlfriend told me, she's like, well, why did you bring me on the second date? Maybe he wouldn't be like that if he, it had been third or fourth. And I'm like, but who cares? Like people are like, uh, you know, if I, I don't care. I don't think it's a big, if that's who he is, he would have been like that in the third or fourth or fifth date. Maybe he wouldn't have, but it, this is the story that let out. Like, yeah. and I also had met another guy before COVID 
on our second date, he was going to this like wine tasting thing. And he asked me if I wanted to come. And I was like, fuck yeah, my friend. And I went and I had such a good time. And then mm-hmm. after that, I hung out with him for weeks and did all these fun things. And um, I didn't see something serious with him long term, but I had a great time. And I told him like, I, I in the beginning, I thought maybe like I wasn't sure. Yeah. I... Um, but everyone kept telling me like, well, why are you going around with all his friends if you don't see something serious? I'm like, but I also told him, I don't know how I feel about him. I don't have to explain to his friends, maybe no. his mom and dad, but I don't owe his friends fucking anything. If I no. want to explore, it's not the same as the parents in my eyes. Like you should know before you meet the parent, like if you want to date them seriously, but yeah. I, I don't think you should have to decide how you feel about a person before hanging out with their friends. Like, no, I, think I don't think so either. No, I've, I've met lots of friends, significant others, you know, and I've never, it's never been an issue. Like if they didn't work, I'd say, oh, that girl was nice. It's too bad it didn't pan out, but it, you know, it's part of life. Right. And, and adults, we can, we can eat comp, we can process that. No problem. Not like kids. Right. So it's, I've never saw an issue with bringing someone around my friends or having one of my friends bring someone around. It was never, it was never a problem. It never occurred to me to, to be an issue right you know and i also don't think no matter how close a friend is and i actually think if a friend is so close with you they wouldn't put you in a place like where you have to decide between that person and your friend because i have a girlfriend who her boyfriend doesn't get along with anybody um mm-hmm. but well actually somebody doesn't get along with anyone every other one of the girls don't seem to like him but he's actually never done anything And I am the only one who's never, ever said anything bad about him or whatever. He's just a different person. And I actually think he's a really kind person. I genuinely like him. Uh And I, one time she told me, she's like, oh, I can't bring anyone but you around him. And I said, but it's kind of your fault because all you do is complain about him to everybody else. Mm, So they have preconceived judgments of him. And then also on top of it, they, it's not my choice unless it's like, a wife abuser or like he's constantly cheating Mm -hmm. just because and I actually do like his personality but I'm just saying in general if I don't like my friend's boyfriend's personality it's not my place if he's not doing anything to her to say fuck did it cut out sorry about that yeah so I can hear you yeah um oh perfect yeah the alarm went off um, but yeah, so I, I just don't think it's my place or anyone else's place to be anything but kind to someone else's significant other. Like, I really think if you care about your friend, you will always be kind to their boyfriend or girlfriend, unless like the guy's cheating. Not, not yeah. that I would be mean, even then it's not my place to be mean. I'm just going to keep a distance, let her know and let them decide what they want to do. But I'm just well, saying- the issue with. The okay. issue with complaining to your friends though is like your friends like you know you have an issue with your significant other and then you sort it out and it's all good but your friends tend to like not forgive and forget as easily you know that's so not, it, it, that's you do okay. why, why i agree but i just i don't know why people and some people do some people don't like so i like you know i i tend to be like oh you know like that person's a good person they just they got their issues but i'm sure they're working on it you know and and that's coming from a, me having my own issues and, and like changing over time i would hate to be um pinned down to the person i was you know at 20 or whatever but some people 
girls, I, I would say more so girls, but I, I could be wrong, but I feel like they tend to have a harder time just like um, being supportive and letting the person vent and then um, just kind of moving on. I feel like people, or even like say your sister or your parents or whatever, like I feel like they would have a, a soured opinion of the significant other and it would be harder for them to like let it go. You know We've, I mean? I, as a society, we romanticize that being a good friend means being loyal and having their back no matter what. But the reality is to me, if you're a good friend, and my friend comes to vent to me about like her boyfriend. I also try to see his side. A good friend would not be biased, would tell the truth. I would say, okay, here's where I see you're making faults and here's where he's making faults. Nothing is 50-50. Mm-hmm. I mean, can be, sorry, something can be 50-50. Nothing's 100% is what I mean. There could be 10% his fault, 80, 90% her fault or 50-50 or whatever. There's always two people making mistakes. That's the reality of it, right? There's two people taking part in that situation. And I think as a good friend, someone coming to you and talking to you, you should try your best to give the full picture and try to understand both sides and share that with them so they can help mend it. And if they do mend it, it's not my right to ever bring it back up. Uh You're not allowed to then like come back and be like, oh, but oh, he did this today. Remember like two months ago when he did like, don't like, she came to you for you for help, not for you to later be like in what we say is loyal and like have her back and try to make him feel like more of a piece of shit and add to it. Like that's not helping. That's actually not helping a situation. Making someone more angry or more upset or more validated for their anger isn't helping in any which, and it's actually that whole loyalty to a fault thing. That's actually hindering someone's growth as a person. Well, so, I think for an, a topic for another day too, might be like the, some of the friends that have their own needs above your own, like say, <clears throat> excuse me, say your friend's like single and they prefer you to be single, right? That's you right. run into that shit, right? And it's like, oh man, like they're, they're kind of a saboteur and like, you know, like they're not really that happy that you're in a, in a happy relationship because that's like cutting into their time, you know? And I think you can, you can recognize something like that when you see that they're always first to jump on the bandwagon of like ripping into the guy and saying he's a piece of shit like like I said before like just because that person's not my type of person doesn't mean that they're not a good person and a good fit for my my friend yeah you know but to like for to circle back to the beginning though like the it's it's the bring people around the parents and and the friends and stuff I think so much of it's like down to like your personality but like people like you or I like bringing a a date or somebody around our friends is not a big deal. Like, it's like, Hey, this is someone, you know, we're hanging out, whatever. And then our parents in the same token wouldn't take it too seriously either. So that's fine too. So I guess uh, it's back to like the, the individual and how their relationships are with their parents and their friends, like how, how you would, cause like people like you and I, it's, it wouldn't be a big issue. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. I guess it's how you frame it to how, how it, like if you're a guy that never has girls around, it would be weird. It would be kind of a bigger Barry. deal. But if you or I, like who have friends of the opposite sex, it would, it's not an issue. So I guess it's down to the, the once again, without, without a real good answer, it's down to like circumstantial and how your relationship is with people of the opposite sex and, you know, around your friends and family to begin with. Right. And that person being comfortable again, like we, like we said, that person needs to be like, okay, I do want to meet your parents. Like there shouldn't be any pressure. Like it should be a joint choice, not 
driving yeah. up to the house. And you should be able to frame <laughs> it as such. Like, hey, this is just yeah. someone I'm hanging around. Like, hey, you know, and then our parents or our friends would be like, hey, right on. Like, it's really, it's, it's it, not a big deal. Yeah. But again, that's not the norm. So we really should emphasize that the norm is that it would be something serious. So be sure before meeting parents and kids. Like, be sure definitely, you like the person. Yeah, don't spring it on your, your significant other. Like, definitely feel them out about how they feel about it. And like, that situation you were in, like, that's nuts. Like, but yeah. to, to be, um, yeah, just you know, but again, for people like you or I, like it's, it's not a big deal. So, you know, uh, as far as we're concerned, you know, you bring them around whenever you want, <laughs> but yeah. you know, if you have maybe more traditional parents and like, they think that, you know, if you bring a guy around, it's kind of serious, like that you got to play it by case. Right. But. Yeah. And then the last thing is friends, you know, it shouldn't matter. Shouldn't no, matter. And- I've never had an issue bringing people around my friends or, or met many girls that had an issue with me coming around. I've, I've never run into that. And if they are, you maybe got to, think about what sort of friends these are and are that do they want that person's um, best interest or are they being selfish and they'd rather have like a drinking buddy or whatever right exactly exactly or if they just enjoy something not even it's a single thing they just enjoy you being single and they keep they're the taken one yeah like i don't when you and i were hanging out i don't ever remember being like not i wanted you to be happy like so if that meant you met a guy and as long as the guy was good shit and you brought one or two of them around i was like hey as long as this guy makes you happy that's all I need. I, I, that's all I care. You know what I mean? I would that's never be like, friend. fuck you. Like, you know, now we can't hang out as much and whatever. It's like, I never had that feeling towards someone that you brought around. Cause I was like, I just wanted you to be happy. And as long as the guy was a good dude and the guys I met seemed to be the ones you were dating. Um, I never had an issue with it. And, and you shouldn't. And if you got people around you that are, are like going to sabotage and do whatever, you got to reevaluate who you're hanging with. Right? <laughs> I do think it's okay for it. Cause I have had a friend tell me like, that's not this guy isn't the best guy i think he's a lot different than you think and i don't think he'll make you happy and that's okay if that's the case totally and even after he did that he was always always polite kind to that guy i never told the guy we said i would never do that right he was always good to them so i think it's always as long as you're respectful cordial to that yeah you could say you're you could give the person your honest opinion and then just be like here you go i'm just giving you my two cents what you do with is up to you and i'll support you whatever you decide but you know but we'll definitely do a friend one. I think I, we should delve more into a friend's um, situation. Oh, baby, I could go off on that. I got, a, <laughs> I got a few date people I've dated over the years that had the sabotage friend, you know? Well, next episode, we have dating questions. People put it in dating questions, so we're going to a- answer a few of those. But I think I'll add the dating. I'll, I'll add this. I'll add this tonight, too. Do we get to um, see them ahead of time, or is this you just springing on me? It's on your – it's on the scripts I sent you. That I should have read? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's episode five. It's episode uh, five. I'm just going in blind. I just come in, no idea what's going on in a state of utter confusion. We'll read them, read them. I think they may take, it might turn into a two episode part, but um, let's, we can go through some of the dating questions and then um, we'll definitely get a friend one. I would love to hear about your, your stories about your friends. Oh man. It's, it's more high school crap, but I could just go on for hours. It's uh, I'll watch (laughs) what I say, but yeah, it'll be funny. Okay, good. I'll add that to our scripts and I'll send it over. Sweet. Well, thanks so much. Um, I guess our next one is dating questions. Take a look, Lee, beforehand. Oh, I'm going in um, blind, but... baby. <laughs> well, people have sent them in, so. Oh, okay, I'll read them then. As long okay. as you didn't make them up, I'll read them. <laughs> I'll, I might make a few now and add them. I'm so. sure you would, but I'll be able to tell them a mile away if something you put in there. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how great is Sherry? <laughs> Do you like my hair blonde or brunette? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Don't forget to listen to, um, sorry, don't forget to subscribe um, to the perfect underscore X um, on Instagram and follow us and subscribe on pod on Apple podcasts and Spotify.
or else. Or else. We will find you. <laughs> Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Over and out. See you later. Bye. Bye.